Oh, hi everyone. <laughs> this is Dan and my fabulous magical co-host by the name of Jessica. Give it to them. Hello, everybody. I hope you're doing so good today. We know you're doing so good because you're here tuned into Method Meets Magic. Joining us today is a dear friend of mine and now friend of ours, mm-hmm. M Hollis of Insight Unlimited LLC. M, tell the people hello, my love. Hello, all. Em is joining us from sunny Philadelphia today It's Uh, always sunny in Philadelphia It's always sunny in Philadelphia That's a very interesting comedy show for those of you who are into politically incorrect comedy Anyway, moving swiftly on Jess and I have asked Em to join us for our very first ever call-in show Um, Jess, do you have the number? What's the number for them to call in to us and say hello? We would like you to call in and say hello to us as we round up the first phase of our nine-week series on transformation. Week one, we spoke to you about energy. We asked you to consider that maybe, 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 if you align your energy with what you want to create, it may show up for you. We then had the rather, the rather, um, how do we describe Mr. Fox, Daniel Fox, name of my name? Oh, that's a great question. How, how to do we describe, describe him? him? Fabulous. We're going to call him Fabulous He's today. He's fabulous. The, the fabulous Daniel Fox. <laughs> and Mr. Fabulous Daniel Fox spoke to us about his signature approach and how we can start moving our energy to get into alignment with what we want to see in our lives. He also talked to us about disrupting it. Loads of stuff. Method Meets Magic is a show where what happens, Jess? What do we do here at Method Meets Magic? Oh my gosh, we help you to ignite the magic that exists within you. So we talk a lot about really tapping in and tuning into what is it that you want and desire for yourself in your life? What do you want to create in your life? Are you in a job where you're feeling really unhappy and you really are not feeling like it's your life purpose or your life work and you're saying to yourself, gosh, I really would love to do X, Y, Z thing or in a dream world, I would do blah, blah, blah thing. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah thing. Blah, blah, blah thing. And And what we do here is we equip you with the tools to be able to start making the changes and making the shifts in your mindset, making the shifts in your emotions and your energy in order to be able to make those changes and create what you desire in your life. Love it. Love it. Love it. Jess is the magic. I'm the method. Daniel Mangena, Dreamer CEO. We talk about practical steps that we can do to integrate all of this lovely yumminess into a life that you have deliberately chosen. So you can show up every day saying, this is how I want to be. This is how I want to feel. This is what a 10 out of 10 amazing super duper life looks like for me. And know that because of the magic that's within you, you can actually have it. On this first series, Jess and I are taking you through three phases of alignment. Aligning your energy with just this said magic. Aligning your belief systems, your mindset with this said magic. And then bringing in actions. Doing something every day that aligns you and actually makes that your daily reality. Today, as I said, rounding up phase one, we'll be spoken about energy. Join us next week where Jess and I are going to talk about mindset and beliefs and how we can show you method and magic to align those and get you living the life that you truly deserve. Yes. And today, if you have questions, so we talked um, again with Daniel Fox last week and we were talking about how do you shift your energy? And when we talk about shifting your energy, we're really talking about shifting your emotional state. So if I really want to feel motivated and excited to get out there into the world and 
uh, you know, take on a new career, try something new, but I'm really feeling sort of stuck in a place where I'm not motivated or I'm feeling sad. What we talked about was different ways that you can, different techniques and tools you can use in your life to change your energy, change your emotions, work through them, process them, um, and then show up in, uh, in an energetic state that says, I'm ready to go try something new. I'm ready to go out there and and go after the job I desire. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take questions today. So if you want to call in, the phone number to call in and ask us questions about how to shift your energy, anything we've covered in the past shows. But if you're curious as well now about something's coming to my mind, I didn't watch the other shows, but I'm curious to know how you shift your energy. Um, You can call in. The phone number is 425 Three seven three five five two seven. Again, that number is four two five three seven three five five two seven. So you can feel free to give us a call. Give us a call. By the way, if you do not follow the Facebook page, first of all, shame on you. Next of all, head to methodmeetsmagic.com. That will take you over to Facebook. Hit the like, and little things like this number will be there for you. Also, little things like discussions we're going to be having some discussions with you guys taking this offline after we've had the show offering you the opportunity to engage with us and let us know how we can serve you better yes be our facebook friends also method meets magic over on instagram we need you to to join us there also because this is new (laughs) and we have nowhere near enough friends on instagram so come and join us you can also hit up jbub what's your instagram um, at Jess underscore Bubbico, B-U-B-B-I-C-O. That's right. And I'm Dreamer CEO. That's right. Dreamer CEO. We'd love to be friends with you on the social media things. Yes. Should we kick this off before we go to break? Should we do one question from M? Yes. M, do you have a question for us? Let's have a question and then we'll have a cheeky break. Okay. I do have one question for you too. Bring it. So what is a good um, sort of thermostat for people to know for people to use to check in on how they really know if their energy where, if it's where it's supposed to be at in alignment with what they're trying to create. Excellent. Okay. That's a really great, great question. Em. I love that one. So I think first off, most important thing that Dan has taught me to do and is to really ask yourself how you want to feel. We often operate in life on autopilot. Like I get up, I always feel this way. I go to work, I feel this way. I come home, I feel this way. And we sort of just automatically act and feel in our lives. And so something that can be a really great exercise to do is sit down and ask yourself, what do I want to feel? Another iteration of this as well is what do I want to believe? So we don't often, we, we get our thought, uh, I guess our thought process, our belief system often passed down to us generally, generationally from our parents or our grandparents or different people in our lives that have had a big impact on us. And we don't often ask ourselves how we want to feel or what we want to believe. So I would say number one is sit down and ask yourself, how do I want to feel? If I'm looking to change careers, how how do I want to feel in my job? Do I want to feel inspired? Do I want to feel as though people value my opinion? What is it that I want to feel? Mm. And what I'd like to just add to that, thank you very much, J-Bub, my um, EBM. Um, what I'd like to add to that, Emma, is I want to pick up on a point that sat there quite gently in the question. And that alluded to what's the right way to feel. And just adding to what Jess has said, the right way to feel is the way that you want to 
feel. And as just rightly said, so often we spend time running on these autopilots. The numbers is something like 95% of our life is spent working unconsciously uh, off of the brain just doing its own thing. So when we take the time to stop for a moment and actually ask, what does it look like for me to feel blah, blah, blah? Uh, putting that in frame, let's say, for example, our intended outcome or what we want to see in our life is more love. Just blindly sitting there and saying, you know, I, I want to feel more love. There's no pattern there. And if there's no pattern, there's no deliberate creation of that experience for us. So taking a moment to, to just say, OK, I've said that I'd like more love. What does that feel like? One of the things that we cover a lot in Beyond Intention, especially in the Ideal Life Blueprint, which is the model for the retreats and um for a lot of our coaching programs is asking ourselves what does the finished product look like but not because that's the most important thing the actual model that calls in the experience is what does it feel like and actually knowing what it looks like you know my ideal partner looks like this they do this to me and uh, we have date nights and stuff all of that alludes to how i feel as a result of those things so by going to the end and saying how do i want to feel we can actually build a much clearer pattern of what that looks like that's tied to the way we want to feel at the end of the day. So in terms of the thermostat, it's simply this. Where am I right now taking on a stock? And this is one of the most magical things about what Jess does. I can say that firsthand because I do do coaching. I do coach under Jess in relation to intuition and to feeling into what's happening inside of me is taking honest stock of what that is, aligning that with the reality of what I want to see, and then asking how far off am I from where I want to be here and now. Mm. Yeah, and I was going to say in addition to that, M. So basically, asking yourself how how do you want to feel? What is what is that that new outcome, that new life that I desire look like? What does it feel like? And then for me, it's taking stock throughout the day. My energy goes up, my energy comes down throughout the day and being able to take stock and say, okay, I'm going to sit for five minutes or I'm going to sit for two minutes or I'm going to sit for 10 breaths and ask myself, what am I feeling right now in my body? Am I feeling um, a sense of motivation? Am I feeling sad? Am I feeling happy? What am I feeling? And I do that by literally sitting down, breathing, connecting with my body, listening to what it's saying, listening to my emotions. And that can just be done by just literally paying attention and asking the question, how do I feel right now? And then from there, if I don't, if I'm feeling sadness, instead of just unconsciously operating on that feeling of sadness and maybe going and eating something or calling a friend or doing something that doesn't really help me to move out of sadness, I can say, okay, I'm feeling and experiencing sadness. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to notice it. I'm going to feel into it. And then how can I shift out of there? And we gave some great tools again last week for shifting your energy, but just being able to sit down and breathe and check in can be a really powerful tool for, for gaining understanding of where you are and if it is going in the same direction of where you desire to be. How does that feel to you, Em? That was beautiful. Beautiful, you guys. Good. Yeah. I think we should go to a break. Sarcoma. Odds are you've never heard that word before. But for the 40 people diagnosed with sarcoma every day, it is a life-changing word. Life-changing and devastating because sarcoma is cancer. Sarcoma is a cancer of bone and soft tissue more prevalent in children than in adults. More than 6,000 people lose their lives to sarcoma each year. Treatment options for sarcoma are limited and new therapies are desperately needed. More research and increased awareness is necessary to find a cure for a cancer that you probably didn't even know existed until now. 
Through awareness, advocacy, and research, the Sarcoma Foundation of America is determined to help those affected by this forgotten cancer, to bring hope to the children and adults whose lives are forever changed by a word they had never heard before. Please help us in the fight to find the cure for sarcoma. For more information on sarcoma and the work of the Sarcoma Foundation of America, please go to curesarcoma.org. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Method Meets Magic Radio with Jess and Dan. We are so happy to have you here. We have our dear friend M. Hollis on here for our question and answer session. She is asking us some great questions to help to provide some deeper insight into how do you shift your energy so that you can start creating what you desire in your life. Your energy and the emotional energy, what's going on inside of your body is has a huge impact on what's happening outside of your body and your in your external reality. And so Em's going to be asking us some questions, but we want to encourage you that if you feel inspired today, you have a question you want to ask us, you can call in 425-373-5527. Again, 425-373-5527. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So Method Meets Magic is a radio show where spirituality meets personal development. Jess brings that magic. I bring that method. Jess, who are you? Oh my gosh, who am I? That's such a great question. My name is Jess Bubico. I am an intuitive medium and coach, and I'm also a co-host of Method Meets Magic Radio, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, I I work with people who are looking to open to their intuitive gifts. They want to understand how their intuition speaks to them, and then they want to be able to use their intuition, listen to their intuition to create and manifest what they desire in their life. Who are you, Dan? I am Daniel Mangena, Dreamer CEO, head up at Dreamer HQ, where we provide tools to help you live the life that you deserve deliberately, consciously and consistently through the power of choice. We do coaching. We do online programs. I've written a couple of books. And of course, I'm here with you, Jessasaurus. That's right. (laughs) And happy about just that. Em, tell them, who are you? Who am I? Well, (laughs) that can be a very loaded question. (laughs) So I have a, I just started a YouTube channel not too long ago. um, And my big passion was interviewing people who have healed themselves naturally. So um, not going the traditional Western medicine um, and have done it through meditation, diet, um, things like that. I have a blog. um, And I mean, I do. What's the blog address? What's the blog address? What's the the YouTube address? Let the people know. Ah, yes. And um, actually, I just I would love for you all to um, hop on my YouTube channel. It's Love Over Fear. Um, and I just today uploaded, I know you guys will talk about this later, but um, uploaded a video of my um, experience of dying a couple of weekends ago <laughs> with um, my Lucia Light session. Oh, and, yes. um, you know, it's it's all in alignment with what you two talk about in um, finding what you were your purpose is, and I have found mine, and um, am ready to spread that message. So, amazing. check it out. Amazing. amazing, amazing. And for those of you who don't know, and if you don't, I'm ashamed of you. 
Uh, Emma is also hosting a retreat in Cancun. What are the dates for a retreat in Cancun? The dates are April 11th through yep. the 15th in Cancun. And the beautiful Thanks. Daniel will be there. Yes, I'll be one of the teachers. I'm honored. Thank you so much, Emma, for having me. I'm going to be taking you guys through navigating the divine matrix through the, with the Beyond Intention paradigm, which is my formula that's four steps to stepping into the driver's seat of your choice machine and unfolding your life in an easy, gentle, and playful way through the power of choice. Loads of fun stuff going to be happening and you see lights happening there, as well as at our retreat on the 31st yes. of May. I just want to say Dan's being a little dramatic and that he's not ashamed of you if you don't know about it. So for anybody out there who felt bad and took that seriously, Dan apologizes to you. Um, you don't need to feel ashamed don't of yourself. Don't feel ashamed. Shame is, shame is no bueno. That's one of the emotions we actually want to shift out of. So sorry we put that in there. Um, but yes, we have our retreat May 31st um, in Sedona. It's going to be an awesome awesome retreat. We are going to be teaching you how to connect with your intuition. How do you connect with your intuitive gifts? How do you um, listen to that little voice inside of you? And how does it speak to you? As well as Dan's talked a lot today about the beyond intention and in his program and how he helps people intentionally create what they desire in their life. So you're going to get a weekend full of all of that goodness. And also we're going to teach you how to eat really good food because we've got a gourmet chef teaching us and drink lovely wine and taste chocolate because we're doing that. And also make manifesting boxes and do a new moon ceremony and sit under the Lucia light and open up your pineal gland and have all sorts of magic. Look out for our interview with Shayla on the Facebook page all about the Lucia light. It's going to be a lovely interview. Yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> so we can, we've come back from the break. We're going to be talking about, um, we're talking about how to shift your energy. How do you take your energy and shift it into alignment with what it is that you desire to create in your life? So for example, if I'm feeling um, really, again, unmotivated or feeling as though, um, uh, just feeling some doubt or feeling some shame. Funk. Feeling the funk. Feeling the funk. If I'm <laughs> feeling the funk, um how do I shift out of that so I can start feeling um, feeling better, feeling excited, feeling happy, feeling motivated, whatever it might be. So again, the number you can call in if you have questions is 425-373-5527. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to call in. And M, do you want to cue us up with another question? I would love to, dear. So I think it's really important that um, maybe you guys talk about the difference between making sure your energy is in alignment with what you're trying to create, but also that there's days where you're just lower energy. And on those days, um, do you quote unquote fight against that to try to get your energy back up? Do you allow it? So maybe just, just talk about the difference between the two, between having change, completely changing your energy um, because you're not creating what you want in your life and having your energy in alignment, but having off days. Thank you for asking that question. I'm really grateful that you did. I was having a really energetically funky day last week and I gave myself a total personal care day and I gave myself permission to just not do anything. I went, <laughs> I went and I got a massage. I hung out. Now, granted, I'm an entrepreneur, so I have the capability and ability to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to work today and I'm going to perhaps you know, put this stuff on the to-do list for tomorrow, or I didn't work on a Tuesday, so I'll work on a Saturday. So I great, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to do that. But 
sometimes we just have to allow that sort of funky energy to flow. When we push and try to mold it into something else and say, this isn't right, you shouldn't feel that way. I think personally, we were given this human experience so we could experience the full gamut of emotions. Because if I don't know what sadness feels like, then I don't, how am I going to know what happiness feels like? You, you kind of have to have the opposite polarity in order to be able to understand what you're experiencing. And um, so personally, me personally, and I'll let Dan speak to this in a minute, I give myself time to feel an experience, um, especially being somebody who's very empathic. Um, I have to allow emotions to run through me. Um, and then I give myself the space to then the next day choose something different and shift into something different, or even if it's a couple of hours later or an hour later. Um, but the key for me is, is being in a place of allowing it's when it becomes a sort of chronic, like I'm just, I'm feeling really unmotivated for weeks and weeks and weeks. I need to really look at what's happening underneath the surface. Love that. Um, I love the gentleness of that, Jessosaurus. And it's something that I, I know we've spoken about a lot and it's something that I speak to a lot myself personally and this idea of remembering that we are human and as we have not yet broken free of the confines of the human experience there are parts of the human experience that may drift in from time to time including funky days right including feeling like we don't really want to do too much including feeling like our energy's off but here's the hack guys energy emotions how we feel is energy emotion and that doesn't move in waves of anything more than 60 to 90 seconds of any one. Now we can have wave after wave after wave after wave. However, the actual true emotion that's sitting under that funky feeling that not really wanting to get out of bed for the day, the actual underlying feeling doesn't last any longer than 90 seconds. Now, I personally am a firm advocate of what I call micro shifts. And in Beyond Intention over at Dream HQ, all of our programs, all of our coaching is all based around this idea that we make micro shifts, baby steps towards a, def a clearly defined intentful outcome. And so instead of me saying, I feel like a funk, I need to get out of bed now because it's been 90 seconds, we're gentle with ourselves moving forward. So I'm not talking about putting our head in the sand and pretending or, you know, just, you know, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm talking about saying to myself, I feel like I'm feeling the funk now. And this happened to me just last week. I, I was actually had a coaching call with someone last week who, who has the challenge of depression in their life. And I was saying to them, I mean, beyond intention as a model came from my own um, battles, challenges, or whatever you want to call it with uh, that, which they call depression. And it comes from the idea that we can actually step into the driver's seat, but expecting yourself to successfully make this quantum leap from feeling from in the funk to feeling super rosy often doesn't happen for us as humans. We often have to go through a journey of progress out of that. And actually when we're gentle with our steps, ourselves and just take a baby step at a time out of that funk, asking myself, okay, there's a wave of 90 seconds. Do I choose to spend the rest of my day feeling like this? And if I choose to spend the rest of the day feeling like this, then that's okay. But do I want to feel like this? And if the answer is no, then it's asking myself, what small baby step can I make forward towards how I do want to feel today? And I think this very much goes back to the question that we answered before the break, which was, you know, what's a good thermostat for what feels feels good, that we're, our energy is good. Was, you know, like Jess and I said before the break, how do I want to feel? Now, this 
is better served by having a standing ideal of how you want to feel. In my work, we, we create a macro intention, which is like a almost a, a couple of lines, a little paragraph about how we want to feel every day. If you've got something like that, it's great. Some of you have your vision board or your your mind movie or you've got your um your vision board or your mind movie or something else that says how you want to feel. Once you've got that and you've got that in place, what you can start to do is, is ask yourself the question in those funky times, how do I actually want to feel? And how does how I feel now match up against that? And what baby step can I make to move towards it? So, for example, the other day when I had a bit of a funky mood, I simply asked myself the questions and I, I went to it and I said, no, I don't want to feel like this. I want to be happy today. And I asked myself, how does happiness feel? And all I could do at that time was take a few deep breaths. I couldn't I couldn't get out of bed yet. All I could do was take a few deep breaths. And taking a few deep breaths was enough for me to be able to step a little bit further. I call it stacking, stacking on top of that, being able to get out of bed and do some push-ups and get some blood moving through, moving through my body. Now, after that, I was in a position to stack again and get into the shower and have a shower. Each time, once the wave has passed, allowing and honoring that wave of feeling, because suppression is not healthy, guys. It doesn't actually invoke movement forward. It generally tends to actually create deeper pain and deeper trauma in the body. It's important to let let the feeling move through you as a wave. But once I've experienced the wave and I've let it pass, again, some of the great work I've done learning from just about listening into my body and where I am, I can then move on to the next thing and allow it to pass and ask myself, what am I okay with doing? And I like to push my edge a little bit, not massively, but that allows me to keep moving through it. And before you know it, you're no longer in bed feeling, you know, down and, and and fudgy about life. You're able to at least get out of the house and get some sunshine. You may not be, you know, hands doing handstands and moonwalks with Michael Jackson or whatever, but you're at least further than when you started. At the end of the day, as we keep making those steps forward and celebrating them, that allowed you to move out of that space of being in the funk. So I would say to, to, to come back round to specifically addressing your question, Em, it's a combination of the two honoring your humanity, allowing it for the time that it's real, and then moving forward if that's what we choose to do. Perfect. <laughs> I think that about takes us to a break. What do you think? Yeah, let's have a break. Okay, yeah. I love it. Um, again, you're on with Jess and Dan, Method Meets Magic Radio. We have our Q&A session today, our call-in radio show. M. Hollis is here asking us some awesome questions about how to shift your energy and your emotions. If you talk, they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. So talk, you. you can do it if you try. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. 
Welcome back to Method Meets Magic Radio with Jess and Dan. Method Meets Magic Radio, where spirituality meets personal development. We are so happy to have you here. We have our friend M. Hollis on the line. She is asking us questions for our Q&A call-in show today. So we have covered over the past couple of weeks, um, we've been talking about shifting your energy. How do you start to shift your energy in order to create what you desire in your life? Our internal reality creates our external reality out in front of us. So how can we start to change and shift our energy in order to create more of what we desire in our lives? Indeed, we've been taking you through a nine-week series where we look at transformation through alignment. At the end of the day, guys, any time that you have a thought, that thing does show up for you so long as there is no resistance to it. And what we've been exploring for the last few weeks, and we're going to explore for a few weeks more, is this whole idea that when we create alignment with our energy, with our beliefs, and with our actions, we can create anything we so desire. Uh, We're wrapping up the first section on energy today. I'm joining us to ask some questions. You guys are invited to call us in on 425-373-5527. And next week, we're going to kick off with a few words from Jess and I on mindset and beliefs. Em, do you have another question for us, my love? I do. And this is kind of a selfish question because I get excited when people talk about this. So (laughs) just FYI. Um, How do you guys think breath work and meditation can assist in... Um, people getting their energy in alignment with what they're trying to create. Mm. Breathwork and meditation. So I practice Kundalini yoga. Um, So breathwork is all about lining up prana in some respects, which is one of the 10 bodies that we look at in Kundalini yoga. This is not a yoga expose. I'm also not qualified to talk about it. However, what it does speak to is that the breath and the way we move breath through our body shifts how we feel and actually can affect the chemistry of what's going on in our body. Now, our energy, as we've said, shows up for us in our body and how we feel as emotions, because emotions are energy and motion. So when you can shift the chemistry of your body and shift how you feel, you can shift your energy. I personally, as I just said before the break, when answering your last question, do use breath work sometimes to move my energy and to get into a different state. You can use breath work to get yourself psyched up. Breath work can slow you down when you're feeling anxious or hyperventilated. So it's a very powerful tool to move your state through the chemistry in your body because of how you're moving DMT and other chemicals in your in your lungs. And also oxygenating your brain can shift how you feel because sometimes how we feel is just because our brain doesn't have enough oxygen or enough water. So by oxygenating the brain with nice deep breaths, we can change how we feel. And as I said, energy, our energetic frequency, our energetic resonance, often is just a matter of how we feel, and that can be changed through breath work. Meditation is perhaps one of the most magical and amazing things in the world. Changed my life completely, obviously because it brought me you also, M. But mainly because meditation invites us to step beyond what's going on in the monkey mind and tap into the hardcore, uh, the hardware of the mind. But more than that, to step beyond that and get completely out of the illusion of the matrix and to tap into our true self, our true nature, which is more than this physical thing that we have around us. And by going into that space, we can start to call on our higher self, the greater, more beautiful part of ourselves and integrate some of that into our everyday experience. And that's how I personally use meditation to connect into that part of me. And to the, uh, that's also beautiful because that greater part of me is a unified thing that everyone is a part of. 
we lose this illusion of separation and connect with the reality that we all one and we're all connected and it's a beautiful oh, it just feels so beautiful to have a really good meditation so yeah i'd say breath work and meditation for those two reasons in the very least if not more yeah breath work i think that's a beautiful reflection and and mo- most of the work that i do when um, i work with clients is through meditation and through breath work and th- through slowing down and um, i would assume you probably do a lot of that with your clients as well is that right Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I've found that when we come into meditation, if I am um, experiencing a stomach ache or a feeling or sensation in the pit of my stomach, and, um, you know, before I had the tools of meditation and breath work, I used to say, I don't know, I'm just nervous, I'm feeling this thing, I don't know, and I would rush around like a crazy person, and I used to have bruises all over my body because I would bang into things, and I'd be distracted, and I'd be knocking into walls, and like all of this stuff because I felt this feeling, and I didn't know what it was, and I wanted it to go away, so I just kept trying, I tried to be in constant motion to fix it, and when I started using breath work and meditation and tuning in, I found that my body was speaking to me and it was telling me just by listening and clearing my mind and opening the space. And it took time because in the beginning, I just had a crazy busy mind and I thought I was terrible at meditation. Breath work helps me to get into meditation because breath work can slow the mind. But as I, as I slowed down and became more conscious and learned how to breathe more deeply and learned how to tune in by meditating and focusing my attention in one direction. I found that again, my body was able to speak to me. And instead of it just being, I have a a knot in the middle of my stomach, something must be wrong. I was able to understand if it was that I had been worrying about something and kind of internalizing it or perhaps not expressing myself fully or whatever it might be just by sitting closing my eyes, meditating, holding the space, um, I was able to listen more deeply to my, to myself, to my needs and start to, to get a roadmap for, for creating my life in that direction. So breath work, um, breath works beautiful. It helps to slow down the heart rate, slowing down the heart rate helps take the body out of that fight or flight mode. It helps us to think more clearly access different areas of the brain that help us to think and create in a logical sense. Um, so it's just, it's it's been life changing for me. Love it. What I think, what's just really coming to me uh, just just now is maybe um, to share uh, a, a quick breathing breath based tool to everybody listening in. Something really simple that you can tap into. This is actually something that I learned about fifteen years ago um, when I was getting into accelerated learning techniques. And what this allows you to do is to shift the brain waves. Um, I'm not going to get into the science deeply here, guys, because I'm not a scientist, as I always say. But also, I want us to get onto another question. But you can look into, you can do some research into the difference between beta, alpha, delta, and theta brainwaves. But essentially, alpha brainwaves is something called relaxed awareness. So it's when you're really chill, but you're taking in what's happening around you, but you're really relaxed. And it's the optimal state for your brain to take in new information and to process information. So when you're going to do an exam, when you need to have a conversation with people, you need to be really mentally lucid. This really cheeky tip, really cheeky uh, breathing exercise that takes just a couple of minutes is a really powerful one for you to use. So um, I'll give you a quick description now. I'll take a moment, if Jess will remind me, I'll do a typed description on the Facebook page, maybe do a cheeky video later on the Facebook page so I can actually take you through it fully. Um, but for now, what we do is you 
you get nice and comfortable making sure that you're not in a space where you need to be attentive. So no driving or looking after small people, but just get your back nice and straight, get your feet planted, take a nice deep breath in through your nose. And as you do that, go for the count of, you know, three to five, one, two, three, four, five, hold it for the, at the top for just a moment. And as you breathe out, visualize and mentally repeat the number three, three times. You then do the same thing with the number two. So you take a nice deep breath in through the nose. One, two, three, four, five. Hold for a moment. Then let that breath out and mentally repeat and visualize the number two three times. You then do the same thing again. But this time, when you get to the top, you release and actually imagine a beautiful plant or flower and say the words relax. Do that. And then when you're ready, you can open up your eyes and you will have literally shifted your brain waves down to alpha and be in a state of relaxed awareness, which is a really optimal state for you to be in mentally. Beautiful. Yeah. So um, I'll share that on the, uh, on the Facebook page later today. I love that. I mm-hmm. think that's a beautiful, beautiful tool. Thank you for that. You're almost welcome. Yeah. Um, and it can be simple. It can be really, really simple. Even if you are just in the office and you're like feeling stressed and anxious, I'll ask myself, am I breathing right now? How am I breathing? Mm-hmm. And then just taking a moment and breathing a little bit deeper. I mean, I wouldn't, if you're in a shallow breath state <laughs> and I wouldn't try to like take a 10 second inhale, but just gradually over time and extending the inhale, mm-hmm. extending the exhale, um, and just breathing and paying yeah. attention, connecting in. So I think that's a beautiful tool. Yeah. It's a really good one. I, I learned that one from the, the guys over at learning strategies corporation. Um, it's where I learned about photo reading and genius code, visual image streaming, some really, really great tools for maximizing what your brain can do. Really powerful stuff. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the time. Shall we have a groovy song from Mr. Eric and then come back and round up with another question? How does that feel to you? Does that feel Feels expansive? Good to me. Yeah. Em, you good with that? I'm so good with that because I have one question left. So. Oh, <laughs> Perfect. Mr. Eric. One in three adults has pre-diabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Wait, did they just say one in three adults has prediabetes? That's 33.33333% of adults. That means it could be me, my boss, or my boss's boss, or me, my favorite sister, or my other sister. That's seven members of my 21-person romantic book club. <gasps> Wait, the one in three could be me, my karaoke partner Carol, or ugh, my karaoke enemy Jeff. I'm going to take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Want to hear something different from talk radio? Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Method Meets Magic Radio with Jess and Dan. We are on our question and answer show today. 
If you have questions about the topic that we have been talking about, which is how to shift your energy, how do you start to shift your energy to create what you desire in your life, you can give us a call in 425-373-5527. We've talked about a ton of tools for how to move your energy when you're not feeling great. Um, how do you start to, to micro shift, make little shifts and little changes to start to feel the way that you want to feel. So we have our lovely friend M Hollis on today talking about, get, she's feeding us questions um, and asking us deeper questions about how you can start to shift your energy. So um, again, you can call in 425-373-5527 if you'd like to ask us a question live. And otherwise, Em, we'll hand it off to you for one last question. That's right. Awesome. Okay, guys. So I may be jumping a little ahead on this. Um, but after listening to your call with Daniel last week, he gave some tools about how you can shift your short emotional reactions in the moment so the energy doesn't get stored. Um, but what about some maybe deeper, older emotions that may be standing in the way of you creating what you want? what to do with those. Mm. That's a great question. Em, can you give me an example of what you mean? Because I'm, I'm thinking, yeah. Can you give us an example? Sure. So say, you know, you're, you're trying to get your energy in alignment with wanting to be a speaker, but maybe as a child, you had you know, I hate to say traumatic experience, but experience maybe standing in front of people and um, it wasn't a great experience and it created that um, deep emotion that obviously gets stored in your body. So what can people do about those in trying to shift that to create the life that they want? Great question. Do you want to take this one or do you want me to? I can jump in. Okay. Um, because interestingly enough, I was training someone today, one of my coaches, I was training them today, and we were dealing with this in relation to the beyond intention paradigm. And this whole idea that sometimes the energy traps, and I'll explain what those are in just a moment, the energy traps that keep us out of the present moment, remembering those of you who have uh, listened in from the beginning, that the present moment is the only place that we can effectively make choices to create new outcomes, simply because it's the only place that there is. There is no future, there is no past, those things are gone. All that exists is the present moment. And if we want to make choices, we have to make real choices in a real place. But some of these traumas, these energy traps that keep us locked in the past are really deeply ingrained within us. And I think it's important for people to get, uh, how do I phrase this in a loving way, to get past this idea that we can pretend our way out of trauma. Sometimes you need to own and allow healing to happen by getting the help and support that's required in order to move through deeply traumatic experiences. Now, sometimes it is as easy as flicking a switch, but the work that I've been doing for all this time, the work that I've been, the studying, the the tutelage, the, the tutor, tutor, tutelage, is that pupillage? When I've been learning under someone, what's that, what's that word? <laughs> Mentorship? Yeah. All of the learning I've been doing for the last 15 years, five, over 500 books, God knows how many hours. And it doesn't work that way, generally speaking, not because it can't work that way, but because what does and doesn't work for us is determined by what we believe does and doesn't happen. And generally speaking, we only witness people healing by them actually going through the process of healing. And so often this idea of putting our head in the sand about what's going on, pretending that we're OK, 
actually just leads to things compounding and happening under the surface and exploding in another way or in another area of our life. So a lot of people, for example, those of you who have seen the uh, the documentary Heal, will, will know that there's a lot of research that's been going into this idea that illness in the body is the result often indirectly of things that we've been suppressing somewhere else. So trauma that was experienced in childhood can show up as a cancer later on. Now, on the surface, that person may believe that they've truly dealt with it, or they may have done some work and, you know, on the surface addressed it, but it can end up showing up somewhere else. So I think my contribution to this question is, if you have been through some form of trauma, and I'm not talking, it doesn't necessarily have to be anything decidedly horrific, anything at all that affected you in a disempowering way, I recommend you taking an honest look at that with the support of someone that's able to take you through that in a loving way. Um, whether that's going and speaking to uh, some kind of therapist and beyond intention, we encourage you to do that in an empowered way, stepping into that space, recognizing that they are there to support you in healing yourself because you and you alone can create the change, not going there for them to save you because nobody can save you but yourself. So stepping into the space of support from the empowered position of, I know that I'm coming here to do the work myself, but this person can guide and support me into creating that effective change. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. There is so much. I did a load of deep work over the, over the summer, lots of deep work and stuff was coming up that I didn't even know was there under the surface. A lot of crying, a lot of healing that enables me to now show up on a day-to-day -day basis free from those traps, able to show up creating my life on my terms as I want it to because I've done the work of facing those demons, facing down those dragons of the past. Beautiful. Yeah, I think what Dan just said is is really, I mean, you said a lot of really profound things and the, the idea of not really knowing it's there sometimes mm -hmm. um, is, is big. Sometimes, um, I think especially as a woman too, there's, there's times of the month when we're a little bit more, uh, for some of us, I don't know everybody, I know I can speak for myself and for a lot of my clients where um, we're a little bit more emotionally vulnerable or a little bit more emotionally open. And sometimes stuff comes up that I forgot, I didn't even know was bothering me or, um, and I think sometimes that, that time can just open up and reveal sort of where emotions or stories or, or traumas are hiding. But um, I definitely think, yeah, getting getting the help that you need. You know, we talked a lot about shifting emotional energy, um, really more so in the moment and when you're headed towards something that you desire. And I think it's really important to understand that the the body does. There's a, I think there's a book, Em, you might know this. Is it The Body Keeps the Score? Do you know that book? I don't. I haven't heard of that one. I think that I think that's what it's called. But basically, they they talk about how the body holds on to trauma and those deeper traumas. And there's we're gonna have um, a hypnotherapist on as well. That's a really beautiful form of healing. Another way to reprogram the mind, um, as well as I mean, a whole array. I I was having panic attacks in 2014 for no apparent reason. Was having a ton of anxiety. Felt like there was an elephant sitting on my chest. Um, I think when I say no apparent reason, I think it was my job that was triggering a lot of it. But um, I went to a really, I went to a beautiful breathwork class. And in that breathwork class, after following the breathwork class, it's a, it was a deep form of breathwork. Um, my body released something. I felt it release something. And then I didn't have panic attacks after that. They were, they were gone. Um, so again, I think 
opening your own mind to, hey, you know what? Maybe there's something like Dan said, being really honest with yourself. Maybe there's something that I need to explore here, something deeper. And then open your eyes to what calls you in and what, what, you know, what do you feel like resonates with you? What's calling your attention? Is it going and seeing a therapist? Is it going to breath work? Is it yoga? Is it, what is it for you that's calling you to dive deeper into your own healing process and, and trust that? Yeah, definitely. Um, guys, taking on a stock of where you are is so, so, so frightfully important. You cannot get to the destination of the life of your dreams if you're denying where you are. And there's a lot to be said about positive thinking and oh, I'm going to be high vibration and everything's good in the world. But let me give you this analogy that I continue to use and I will use forever in life. If I am in New York and I need to get to London, London is my, my destination, I cannot book a flight from Jacksonville, Florida. I will not get to London from New York waiting at JFK for the plane when I've booked the flight from Jacksonville. And unfortunately, and this is one of the things that irks me a little bit about some of the personal development and the happy-go-lucky, let's be happy and everything's okay in the world approach to development. Because you have to own where you are, shallows and all, and not because um, not because there's something that's going to be, happen from that ownership in and of itself. Like it, The shadows aren't going to shift just by being aware of them. But if we own it, then you can create an effective roadmap whether it's shifting your feelings, whether it's getting support, whether it's taking on new practices that will get you to your final destination. I cannot get from New York to London pretending that I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. I must book my flight from New York or book my boat from New York. I must book my transport from New York in order to effectively get there. And um, I think that's one of the, the key tenets to what we talk about here every week. It's bringing in the magic of your intuitiveness, your, your inner beauty and everything that's already programmed within you to, to create everything you want from the inside and taking effective steps, owning and honoring where you are here and now to get there. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I think that we are effectively out of time. And I want to <laughs> say thank you so much for being on the show today, um, for asking such amazing questions. We love you. Oh, I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. And remind people where they can find you on your YouTube channel. So they can find me at Love Over Fear or on my blog at www.detoxfromyourlife.com. Excellent. All right. Thank you, everyone. We will see you on the show next week. We're going to talk about mindset, aligning your mindset. Be here or be square. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks, Mr. Eric. <laughs>